she's on a passionate mission to change the lives of women. Since her days where she felt lost, had no one to confide in, had issues with body image and a terrible relationship with food, she now helps women to re-love themselves. On her journey of self-realization, she's participated in multiple fitness competitions, spoken on stages across Ontario, run boot camps for hundreds of clients, and provided professional makeup artist services for photo shoots, competitions, models, and magazines. These journeys and experiences have given her the expertise to help you achieve your own goals, whether it be to lose weight, connect on a deeper level with your loved ones, or to learn just how important it is to take time for yourself. You'll feel amazing, beautiful, and strong. Welcome to Relove and Rise. This is your life coach, Amanda Gazzola. Welcome to the Relove and Rise podcast. I am here with the beautiful Simone Esselman Todd today, and she is a stress reduction, mindset, and personal development coach. This woman I have known for a couple years now, and she has so much beauty on the inside and outside, and I am so excited for her to be able to chat with us in regards to what she does in regards to being a coach and working with a lot of personal development when it comes to stress reduction. Because in our day now, there's just so much stress and she's going to let us know how to overcome that with the mindset. So welcome. Hi, Amanda. Thank you so much for having me here. I appreciate um, you having me on your podcast and being able to share some information on stress reduction um, mindset and um, motivation and personal development. Thank you so much. Perfect. So we'll just kind of dabble in there and say, how did you get started on your journey? Well, um, where do I start? I guess in 2008, I was uh, working in the medical field in uh, health sciences um, in an effort to support people who were struggling with pain and discomfort and stress. I trained as a registered massage therapist. And through that work, I offered clients a non-invasive pain relief and relaxation massages to decrease their doubt their, um, and their basically their tension and their stress that had been causing them health issues and dis discomfort. So, um, so over a period of time, I began to realize that when clients discuss their fears and self-doubt and personal struggles, they seem to recover from their pain and illness more quickly. That sparked my curiosity. So I then launched into doing some research in the mind-body connection and learned about the influence of mindset had on pain relief. And this opened up a whole new world for me. Uh, one thing led to another and really before I knew it, I was really immersed in learning about brain plasticity, the ability for our brain to create new neural pathways and how creating new neural pathways can change outcomes and create incredible new opportunities for individuals. So, Basically, in a nutshell, I was really excited about this and what I had, I had discovered, and I uh, proceeded to acquire my certification in life and executive coaching uh, with this very special interest in mindset, motivation, and stress reduction. Um, I really learned that leveraging the ability of our own brain power to create new neural pathways in a systemized, organized approach results in clients experiencing incredible results, incredible success way beyond their expectations. And then I spent about a year working in research and developing um, a process, a six-step template that we now call dynamic visioning. And I help clients master developing their own neural success pathways in a four-week program in only four weeks. Most personal development programs are six months to a year. And I'm just, I'm just like fast, fun, and effective. How do we make this happen to create more confidence, more stability, joy, and resilience 
and lives of people create the quality of life and improve their outcomes financially in relationships, their health, and in their careers. They're able to create wonderful and new opportunities for themselves that I just can't even imagine for them. They are able to step into this amazing space. Wow, that's unbelievable. So when you are working, I'm going to be diving in it a little deeper because I'm sure that not many people, they understand neuropathways, but they don't understand. So when, how did you start defining the difference and, or working in that a little bit deeper and understanding where thing, where all their fears come from, where the lack of, where the self-doubt comes from? Like, how did you get into their mindset in regards to that? So I think it started with my mindset and I think I've struggled uh, with um, my own stressors in life. Um, and over time, I've been really curious about what causes this discomfort around fear and self-doubt and how, what is going on in people's lives that is causing that. So I really, I've spent a lot of time over the years really diving down and really connecting with people around their pain and their struggles. And, um, and through this have, seen a common denominator of self-doubt, fear, related to finances, relationships, careers, their health, and really understood that some people got really stressed about those things and some people did not. So what was that? So mm -hmm. for me, what is that mindset, our perspective, our perception that changes the way we filter the information and feel emotionally about the, the information that we we take in through our, through our senses every moment of every day. And for me, what happened is I, through my own personal quest for growth and understanding, because I have this insatiable quest to learn more and be the best person I can be and be the most centered person, have the best quality of life that I can have. When I see that quality of life being compromised in my clients, I am on a mission to help them improve their quality of life if they're motivated to do so. Um, this affects people on mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and uh, physically um, in every aspect of their lives. And so for me, finding that um, I was really, I, I've, I've done a lot of research. I've done a lot of, I've done, I've been involved in a lot of courses. I've done a lot of reading and really I, what I've learned is most of our fears come from conditioning or previous experience. Mm -hmm. And when we, we struggle with that piece, we take that previous experience and we try to anticipate and put that on our future experiences. So what I've learned to do is those neural pathways or those, those um, habits or behaviors that we have created that we're actually not aware of sometimes, most of the time we're not aware of, if we can identify the, the cue, the behavior, and the results or the reward people get from that, and they're not happy with the results, we can refocus that into a, a different pathway. So a different pathway for habits, behaviors, actions, results, and then which create our circumstances. So what I've learned is our circumstances or events in our past and, and what are occurring presently create thoughts and feelings that yes. create behaviors and habits that create actions and then create the results. And if we continue on that circle, we actually get on this loop like a merry-go-round, we can't get off and it's what we know. And so I teach people really how to change that loop into perceiving 
and changing their thoughts because most people don't realize they can change their thoughts. And once we are able to change our thoughts and look at something from a different perspective, then our feelings change, our behaviors and habits change, our actions and results change, and then our circumstances change. So every minute or every second of the day, we have 2 million bits of information coming into us on a, on a sensory level. And we can only process 126 bits of those information and they are filtered by what's most important to us, often what has the most emotional charge. So we focus on what causes the most excitement or the most discomfort. So most people move away from discomfort, so they focus on that piece and they only see one little bit, 126 bits of about 2 million bits of information that are coming in. And when we choose to, when we're conscious about how we filter it, we can actually change what we see. And we can change the outcomes, we can change our response to the stressors in life and reframe basically our reality. It sounds kind of crazy when I first learned about this. Oh, it, I know, totally. But it's also, you, it blows my mind. I wanna definitely go back and dabble into, because I want people to get what Simone is saying right now, because it is, and there's more to it than I'm saying when it comes to this part, but our influences or our circumstances or whatever happened to us in our past, which lead to our feelings, which then lead to our thoughts, which into like go right into the action, which equal our results. That right there, the influences, the feelings, the thoughts, the actions equal our results. So knowing who, where things are coming from, how they start, which then you start understanding your feelings a lot more, where they're coming from. So you know how to work with them, which will change those thoughts, that thought pattern, which changes the action, which equals your results. That's huge what you're saying right there. Yeah. I love that. And I think my background has, my emotional um, sensitivity actually played a big part in my struggles. And so I was like, why do we have emotions? I'd rather not even deal with them. They're such a pain, right? Yes. And now what I've learned is our emotions are there as a tool, as a metric, a way to measure what's going on so we can acknowledge it, get clarity on it, and then shift it into something we want. It's a t they're beautiful tools that can change us physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And when I see people emotionally shift into what they want and we can reframe things for them and they use their emotions in a, in a very powerful way, which is really what I teach in that six step process or that six step template, their whole world changes. And I just, it totally, I spend my, every client I work with, I am incredibly excited about engaging with because sometimes I see that change in immediately within a one hour session, the change in their looks, they look younger, they feel younger, they feel freer. Most people are looking for freedom, peace, joy, and they want some resilience and stability. And when I start to see that in the very first session, I know this, this method works. It's been, I've, I've worked with hundreds of clients around this. I've worked in groups and I've worked on one-on-one -on -one individually. And most of my work now is one-on-one -on, -one on an individual basis because we can change things so quickly on a one-to-one -one coaching session. So I've brought in all my health science background, I brought my education piece. I've done, uh, I've involved in creating four uh, businesses. I teach in programs. I support other programs. And so I've brought all the information that I have gathered with my insatiable need to know more to my clients. And I have this package that I can pull from depending on what my clients 
issues are. And so really I do on-demand coaching. And somebody said, well, do you, have, do you have to prepare for it? I said, no, it's, it's what I know. And I bring it forth to my clients, depending on who's showing up and what their issue is. So it's very customized, very unique per each client, even though we follow a format. That's wonderful. I have a question. Why do you think we, and it, everything deals with emotion, right? We lead with emotion. It can either make or break us. But why do you think most of us think emotion is bad? And why do you think we suppress it so deep where we don't deal with the, the stuff that really matters in order to understand ourselves on that level and that path to help us? It's a great question, Amanda. Um, I think most of us are unaware of how much um, our subconscious mind drives us. Our subconscious mind is where we store all those memories that we can recall in an instant. And those incidents and experiences that we can recall in an instant have an emotional charge. So when I ask my clients, and I help them understand this, can you remember something that happened in the past that you could describe to me that makes you feel uncomfortable, put you into panic, cause you stress in your life, and they have no problem remembering, even if it's 25, 30 years ago, it's because it has an emotional charge. Mm -hmm. And what I've learned is there's basically two ways to change that emotional charge around something, that negative or potentially positive aspect. One is by re-looking at it in a, in a repetitive style, doing it again and again and again until you get it right. The other piece is to change the emotional charge on it. So if somebody has a negative emotional charge on it, I teach people how to shift that to a positive emotional charge. And then when things show up in the future, you have an opportunity to actually step into that in a whole new way. And so the emotion that you'd call that is bad, we depress it because we don't want to deal with that stuff is because we remember the, um, the negative emotional pieces because it so profoundly affects us. And in our childhood, we do what we can to fit in. We don't want to upset people. We're conditioned in a certain way. And it's a survival piece because that's what helps us survive as children. If we were little cave girls or cave boys in, in our cave and caveman days, and we misbehaved and we got chucked out of the cave, cave, we become saber-toothed tiger meat. It's a survival piece. So we, we, I see a lot of people going through worrying about how they impact people, worrying about pleasing people. As employees, we have to please our employers. There are our parents, our coaches, whoever those people are. And I think moving into entrepreneurship, I've, I've learned is, is how to create my own path and how to find that momentum and that motivation myself rather than depending on other people to give that to me all the time it's great when we can interact with people and have that but to understand we have a choice and that sub those subconscious pieces in our mind those areas that we're sort of unaware of but we see the same habits showing up again and again and again so we try to ignore it because we're ashamed of it we're uh you know we're defeated by it we don't feel good we feel less than whole what if we can change that for you to for everybody to feel whole and and be able to do what they're meant to do in life because that's the part that serves humanity. 100%. It does. And yet there's a stigma that we put that we have to be ashamed of those experiences and those things where we 
look at all the crisis that we've been to and we don't even look at the opportunities that have come from it. We just take the negative parts and let that deter us and make us feel that we're less than, the, we're not, we're more less, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And do you kind of, do you think that that is fear? Oh, absolutely. I think when we um, have our confidence undermined because things don't go the way we thought they would go or something um, happens that we don't expect, we feel, well, sometimes, you know, often we're criticized and we're judged. I think a lot of people are worried about being judged. And, um, and then there's shame that comes with that and becoming smaller and becoming, um, trend, you know, you go to a place where people can't see you so that, 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 that you don't stand out. Right. And when we go to that place, we don't really honor our own gifts and our own abilities and our unique talents. And um, some of my holistic business mentoring programs have been around what are those areas that you are your strengths. And yes, we all have weaknesses and that's all part of being human. And we, and when we really have our strengths, why don't we play to that? Why don't we turn things around so you can really step into those things that you're really strong with so that you can be the person that you've always wanted to be in whatever context that is. And sometimes it's changing people's perception of themselves. I often think, you know, people take on other people's judgments and apply them to themselves. And I think we're brought up in a, in a society where we're taught all kinds of rules and regulations depending on what our parents thought. And our parents are all doing their best. They, they've learned the same thing, but we don't understand that there are, there are patterns and that have been taught to us. We can change those. And I think that's what I love about entrepreneurs is they're willing to sort of step out of their comfort zone. I've learned when I feel fear, the best part is overcoming that fear. And the, I mean, I'm actually involved in a coaching program right now that talks about dopamine and oxytocin release. An oxytocin release is, happens when we feel connection and dopamine release happens when we feel great. But when we can overcome things like fear, we also get that. And that is often a driver. In, as, as a human race, the, the driver is to have that, that experience of feeling connected and having pleasure and positivity. So I like to shift people from that stress reduction, moving away from discomfort, move them across that arc into moving towards co-creative excitement, moving towards what they want rather than away from what they want. And I teach them how to do that in that four-week program. And I teach them to do it from themselves because I don't want them to have to keep coming back to me. I want them to be able to do it from themselves and tell somebody else about it because it's a game changer. Oh, it's, it's certainly a game changer. And I'm just going to give an example because I'm one here at Simone and I want people to know that fear can definitely, it can make or break you. And this past weekend I had to do my first chat in front of, I thought like, oh, sorry, this, okay, I'm so excited to be able to tell this story because I was on the brink of tears. It was a poop in your pants experience where this was a make or break for me. I knew that this was an opportunity of a lifetime right here. I had to present in front of over a hundred people this weekend. Um, yeah, and I could, I literally, if someone said anything to me, I could have cried. That's how scared I was. But I knew that if I overcame this, that I would feel that I could do anything. And I have to say that, you know, at first when you're getting everyone ready to go and you're putting up your hand to get the attention and then everyone's quiet and they're like, here I go. And honestly, it was amazing. It went amazing because 
I knew that I had it in me and working through that process of the fear, fear is judgment, fear if you know you're saying the right thing or if everything is coming out properly. And I know that it's all about energy and I wanted great energy. So that was my outcome is that I know if I put my foot forward and smiled and gave it everything I got and knew that, you know, they're there and they're there to love me as well, that I know that I can overcome anything. So Fear can definitely keep you standing still and not moving forward and, you know, going in the opposite way where I could have just cried or you take that, that fear and you just ride and dance with it. It's beautiful process. It's, it's actually, and I so love what you, you offer, um, Amanda. What I've learned is that fear and excitement feel very similar. They do feel very similar. And when you can reframe that fear into excitement of opportunities of, you know, encouraging people to be curious and just step into what it, the, the universe is presenting, that opportunity was presented to you and you decided to take one step. And that one step led to many other steps, which led you to that whole experience. And you mentoring that for so many of your people is incredibly powerful, Amanda. And, um, the more I see of this, especially, you know, I think my passion is for, for people who are in service, leaders who are in service, and we're all really leaders of ourselves. And so when people are in service about helping others, I think that totally ignites me. And um, a lot of us will may not even do it for ourselves, but we'll do it for other people. And when we know that we're making a difference, the power and excitement that comes from that, just it, it, it moves past that fear piece. That fear becomes smaller and the excitement becomes bigger. And when you can reframe that piece into excitement, life changes. Totally. The body doesn't know the difference between excitement or fear. It, it, it's what we, it's the, what we put under that context. Is it rational or is it irrational? Is it false evidence appearing real? Yeah, more than the, <laughs> half the time. So we have it in us. It's just a matter of riding with it and just accepting it and feeling like, you know, Knowing that you've done enough, knowing that you've done your homework, knowing that you are enough is a huge part of that. Well, and for the human condition of always not feeling enough, never being enough, never doing enough. I mean, we're brought up with that, that, you know, that neural pathway develops and it becomes like a well-worn groove and it's hard to get out of that. And I think that's where a coaching comes in. For me, the coaching that I have been involved with has helped me move out of those pieces every coaching program I'm part of, and I'm still growing. I will learn and grow till my very last day here on earth because every time I learn and grow, I get to share that with other people. I have more in my toolbox. Um, and for me, being a leader and supporting others just ignites me and I just love it. And I think that plays, when I look back in my life, whether I worked in the medical field as a, an x-ray technologist, um, helping people um, uh, sort out what their health issues are through the work that I do, which was imaging to um, identify health issues or disease issues so that they could be treated, whether it's in my um, holistic, natural work that I do around massage, bone, craniosacral, whether I do it around my Wild About Wellness group where we bring practitioners and people who love health and wellness, natural health and wellness together. It's all about supporting each other and helping people move forward. And uh, one of my biggest fears was speaking. 
I mean, I wouldn't, I couldn't, 20 years ago, I would never have dreamed that you and I would be, be speaking on a podcast, Amanda. And now that I'm able to speak in front of groups, share my information with other people on a one-to-one -one basis or with a number of people in the room, um, I feel like I can do almost anything. And when you feel like you can do almost anything, your vibrational frequency or your resonance within your body changes. And we've talked about law of attraction, right? Mm -hmm. And some people poo-poo law of attraction, but really for me, it's we all, everything in this world is energy. We learn that in physics. And everything, our tables are, are energy, our bodies are energy, water is energy. Energy is our molecules vibrating at a certain frequency or resonance. And when we put out our frequency or resonance out at a certain level, people tend to see us at that level and our, our feel they resonate at that level. So we attract our clients or we attract those people that we want to connect with, whatever those pieces are. When we're in this contracted, lower vibrational state because of negativity or judgment, that's what we attract in our life. Even if we, we can say affirmations, but if we're not feeling it, it takes a long time. And I'm all, all about fast, fun, and effective. So let's change how we feel about things to create what we want and attract what we want in our lives. That really, to me, is law of attraction. Yeah, so what I wanted to say about the you know, law of attraction and the affirmation, at first when you are making a change, it, it is a fake it until you make it. And what I mean by that is, you really have to start saying these things, even if you don't believe it, but if you keep on working on that mind muscle and because basically you're working on a muscle, you're changing those thoughts. A lot of the time, most of the time, you start seeing the difference in how the language you speak to yourself, how you feel a lot better. You wake up feeling a lot more grateful and mine, I know I keep talking about this, but how it started for me and I was starting my journey, I would go for a walk with my dog and just look at the sky and just think, wow, it's beautiful today, the sun on my skin, this feels so good, smelling the flowers, literally switching that mindset and just really being grateful for having that time to walk my dog. It's literally little changes like that and then you start growing into it where that law of attraction does start with the energy that you put out there is the energy you receive. Don't you think, Simone? Oh, Amanda, I absolutely agree. And, um, and the affirmation piece, we actually use it in the six step process. We have two pages of affirmations for people to select as a starting point. And I really encourage people that they actually don't need to know how it happens. They just need to do it. Be open. Be open. And so that's when, you know, I, I work with um, people who are, um, who are motivated to really make changes in their life. Um, and they want to generate outstanding results for themselves, their families, their businesses, and their communities. And they do it by changing them. When you change yourself, you have opportunities to change everything around you. And so the affirmations that you're talking about, the languaging, you know, how it makes you feel better being in gratitude. Um, I also, I do exactly the same thing, Amanda. It's like, what can you be, what are three things you can be grateful for, for every day? Um, what can you acknowledge that you wouldn't usually notice or pay attention to? And how do you celebrate? Most people don't know how to celebrate yeah. or they don't celebrate for themselves. And so I had a, a client the other day who struggles going for a walk every morning. So we had a mindset shift around that. She, she went for a walk. She saw a squirrel and a rabbit and a feather. And I said, those are, those are symbols 
of the change that you're experiencing. And I said, look up the spiritual meaning of squirrel, look up the spiritual meaning of rabbit and look up, look up what a feather means because there are messages for you. Nature provides them all the time. And so when you start looking for that actively, there's actually part of, a, have you ever heard of the reticular activating system in your brain? No, but I would love you to explain. Oh my gosh. So exciting. <laughs> it's, I, I use a metaphor of a 10 year old Great Dane. If you take your 10 year old untrained Great Dane for a walk, what happens? Chaos, right? It's like ball, boy, car, ooh, squirrel, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, most of us haven't trained or trained our reticular activating system to be focused. We're actually taught to be distracted in life, how everything is always, uh, you know, urgency and so on. So it's constantly distracted. Looks a little bit like ADD, right? Like, oh, 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 we can't, we can't focus on getting something done. What we do is we train that reticular activation system. We call the, the dog RAS. We call that Great Dane RAS, reticular activated, activating system. And we tell it first to sit down and be quiet. Shh, pay attention. That's the meditation portion of getting quiet. Because once you get quiet, what happens is you start shrinking your fear center in your brain, the amygdala, and you open your prefrontal cortex, which is available for creativity and um, uh, planning and all kinds of amazing things. And most people have trouble accessing that because they're in that fear state. So the first thing we do is say, shh, get quiet to, the, to our 10-month-old Great Dane. And then we say, this is what we're looking for, whether it be peace or joy or happiness or opportunities or possibilities or more clients or more peace, more whatever you're looking for. And it goes, oh, and it literally starts looking for it. It becomes like a honing device and it becomes like a tracking dog. And it starts, so those 2 million bits of information that I mentioned before, we actually, and those 126 bits that we process, all of a sudden these other things become important. And that 126 bits of information that we can process, we actually can focus on shifts. And all of a sudden we see things that we didn't see before. And this is what happens when you start living in this magic zone. And when you practice that for four weeks, which is what is it required to change a habit? We know that, right? About 28 yeah. days, 21 to 28 days, people take off. Whether they're in leadership, when they're looking for personal peace, whether they're looking for opportunities in their business, their personal life, their health life, it, and creating stability, the results are uh, amazing. And you know, the first step is awareness. First of all, getting aware of what the challenge is. The second piece is getting clear, crystal clear on what you want, like setting your GPS. If you don't set your GPS in life, you won't exactly. get there. Exactly. You're, all, you're I, everywhere. You're going everywhere, yeah. but like it's where you want to be. If, so if, if, I, if I go to see you and I put your city name in, it doesn't mean I'm going to find you. I have to be really clear. And so that's the other second piece that we teach people. And then we teach people how to tap into their imagination to create a vivid experience. And our funny subconscious doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's not. So when we create a positive experience, whatever our challenge was that we have shifted into getting crystal clear on what we want instead and creating a vivid experience around that, our body and our neuro, neuro, neurological system gets excited about that. It affects us on every level, mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. And then we create this connection with, with and people call it a lot of different things, but I call it your own inner creative source. And we, we experience that and spend some time in this beautiful, amazing, exciting place. And when we've already been there, it's not in the future anymore. It's actually where it's right now. It happens right now in our mind. So we've already experienced that. It's not so scary anymore.
and we've accomplished what we've wanted to accomplish. And then when there's support from somebody else and then the commitment piece around doing 15 minutes of daily work, 15 minutes a day to change your life, the results are incredible. And like I said, within a week, clients are taking off in ways they never could have imagined. Things are showing up for them they never could have imagined. And to me, that's like, why not live in the magic zone? Why not be in this magical place where things show up? I used to think, think things that showed up were coincidences. They're not. They're synchronicities. When we know how to manage our emotional state, mm. it changes everything. And uh, I'm like, oh, that's what emotions are for. I got it. Oh my God. I love how my world. Yeah. <laughs> Blow my mind. This is amazing. And I hope that everyone listening here really got that aha moment where she talked about the emotional part at the beginning and how everything's in synchronicity and how to manage it and work with it. And one be and in the end, be excited about it. This is a process. This is about you. This is about the journey. And you know, it's not just getting to the destination. It's about enjoying and being present with everything that's happening so that you can know where where life is taking you life is happening for you not to you this is beautiful and it equals quality of life right do you want to on a scale of zero to ten ten being amazing zero being terrible where do you want to live your life at a two or three a five or a six or a ten or a twelve i have many clients going oh my gosh that experience was like a 15 out of 10 i'm like yes that's when you know they get it that's yeah and yeah. and they all get it they all get it Oh man, this conversation has like been amazing. I loved it. And I love how you tied everything in. And because you, Simone, you are in more of the science background and health and human behavior background, this is not, I don't know, this is not hooey-booey type of stuff. This is legit. This is basically how the mind works. So I hope that everyone got something from this today. Now, I always ask everyone near the end of our conversation that you know, from your journey and working with clients, if there were three things that someone is going through that has that fear of failure or fear of, you know, understanding of where they're going and they're scared and you're taking that self-doubt and changing them into that person they want to be, what are three things that someone can get started right away? Well, you've heard of the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic, parasympathetic nervous system. The sympathetic is that, um, fright flight um fear place that we're in when we're reactive we want to do everything we can to shift our bodies into a parasympathetic state because that's where healing occurs that's where the opportunities that's where creativity occurs so the first thing we want to do is breathe <laughs> so we can do when anything whenever we're worried about something or um are uncomfortable with something if we can just sit and take six slow, deep breaths in and out, that will immediately start to change our emotional state into a more calm state. There are um, a number of different practices that people use to change into that parasympathetic, more awareness state. Some people use yoga, some people use meditation, um, some people use um, uh, going for a walk can settle the nervous system when we actually do exercise. Uh, there's a number of different things we can do. And uh, we can imagine dialing down the things that are causing us stress and emotion or negative emotions. So we can actually imagine dialing it down, making it more black and white rather than so vivid. Um, and what has worked for me over the years is I continue to have my own coaches 
because when you have somebody else coaching you, they see what you don't. And so for me, um, that has been hugely beneficial. And I would encourage um, listeners to find someone that can support them. And it may be a friend. Um, if they're looking for somebody who is looking for fast results for them, I think you, you can meet a lot of coaches and there's a lot of varieties within the coaching field too. Some people want you to work with them for a year or, or six months. I am very much about getting fast results. So I would encourage them to choose one or one or two of those pieces and move forward on that. It's true. Investing in yourself is probably, if you're stuck and you are going through that hamster wheel effect, definitely working with a coach, someone that sees this potential that you don't see yet, but you're in the process of wanting to see definitely will help you get those results a lot faster. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change. I would, I always will have a coach hundred percent. Right. And I am the same way. I'm always taking programs to learn more and yeah. learn more about myself and how to help my clients. And, um, one of my gifts and my curse is I'm not very patient. I want to see results fast because I don't want people to continue suffering. I don't think we need to do that. We don't need to, to stretch that suffering out. We can shift it very quickly. And when we do that, the quality of life of each person increases substantially. And, you know, I think that's what I'm really all about is how do we create that change to create that quality of life that we're looking for of a 15 out of 10. <laughs> for sure, 100%. Uh, I want to thank you so much for being a part of this podcast, your insight and belief and experiences and education. It just shone through. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Amanda. I have thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed my time with you and um, I'm wishing everybody beautiful day and keep investing in yourself because what you're looking for is there for you, waiting for you. You just need to take the first step. Totally. How can people find out more about you, your program? And do you, how do you work with your clients if they wanted to work with you? So um, the first thing I always offer a client is a, um, an initial um, free consultation. I really want to find out what that person's challenge is and, and how I can best help them. Sometimes that's through a referral. Um, and sometimes that's with me helping them sort out what the actual problem is. They know what their pain or their struggle is. So I have a conversation with them and I give them some information on that very first, um, free consultation, uh, and call so that they can get a better understanding of their own themselves, their um, personality type and why they tend to go to a certain uh, default pattern. And so we start to unravel that a bit for them at first. And then depending on what their challenge is, I, um, I have a, a number of different programs. They can go to Simone Usselman Todd.com, uh, which will actually lead them right now to the wild about wellness site. And they can book an introductory session uh, appointment and, um, there's no cost to that. It's a 30 minute and uh, let's just have a conversation and see how I can help them move forward in their lives in whatever way they'd like to. And then um, I can offer them some options around some of the work I do and some of the work I know that other people do. Oh, amazing. And we'll all have this in the link below um, with all of Susan, uh, Susan, Simone's information. I just, again, want to thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. You are such a special person in my heart and I'm so glad to know you. So thank you. Thank you, Amanda. You're such an inspiration. Well, hello there. 
Did you love the episode on the Relove and Rise podcast? Head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is really, 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 really appreciated. But really appreciated. Really, really appreciated. If you would love to connect with us, head over to reliveandrise.com and do not forget to sign up for our newsletter for more free material. See you on the next episode.